Revelation in Galatians? This is a long passage, but hang in there with me because it actually proves to be quite interesting. Fourteen years later, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation and set before them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. But I did this privately to those who seemed to be leaders for fear that I was running or had run my race in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might remain with you. As for those who seem to be important, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not judge by external appearance. Those men added nothing to my message. On the contrary, they saw that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as Peter had been to the Jews. For God, who was at work in the ministry of Peter as an apostle to the Jews, was also at work in my ministry as an apostle to the Gentiles. James, Peter, and John, those reputed to be pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. They agreed that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the Jews. All they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. Galatians 2 verses 1 through 10. As I first considered this passage, the obvious met my eye. It seemed like just a factual rendering of Paul's trip with Barnabas and Titus to Jerusalem and further hammering out of the law versus freedom in Christ. But then I saw that Paul said he went to Jerusalem in response to revelation. The words stopped me in my tracks. Revelation. A, hey, listen, I want to show you something. Paul, do I have your attention? I want you to go up to Jerusalem. Paul recognizes God's leading and obeys, taking Barnabas and Titus with him. Seeing this revelation flips two switches in my brain. First, why did God want Paul to go to Jerusalem anyway? Second, what is revelation? Revelation is the revealing of something in this context, the revealing of something on God's mind. Revelation. Well, first, why did God want Paul to go to Jerusalem? God had in mind at least two purposes, unity of the believers, clarity of their missions. When Paul visits the leaders of the Jerusalem church, Peter, James, and John, they see that indeed Paul preaches the same gospel they do. They extend the right hand of fellowship to Paul and Barnabas, a way of showing their alignment with the men. Unity was important to Paul because unity of believers is important to God. While they are together, the men discover that Paul's calling would lead him to preach to the Gentiles, while Peter's mission would continue to be to the Jews. And then, does God reveal things to his children today? He certainly does. He speaks to us regularly through the pages of Scripture. When we are seeking God for direction, the Holy Spirit will illuminate its truth so that our eyes can comprehend its relevance to our lives. This is what the writer of the Hebrews said, when he said the word of God is alive, when he said it's active, God reveals things to seekers through a still, small voice. God doesn't shout at us, but he quietly leads we who seek him for direction and who have ears to hear. In addition, God reveals things to his seeking children through other believers, dreams, visions, and circumstances. 
And remember, his leading, his revelation, will always be consistent with Scripture and with his character. God never contradicts himself. Revelation in Galatians? Oh yes, in the first century Palestine area and beyond. Revelation in the world today? Oh yes, in Southern California, India, South Florida, Australia? God still reveals his mind to those who are seeking him. Of that, I am very confident. Until tomorrow.